Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, hello there. And welcome to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Ray Ray Solano, and it seems like we have a little bit of feedback there. Sean, is everything okay? Well, we'll we'll continue on. Again, uh, there we go. I think we're finished with that feedback. You know, I think the reason why it's a little bit of feedback is 104 degrees here in Austin, Texas, and we're the only live radio show on Saturday on XM 131. So I think probably the lines are starting to melt. That's probably the reason why. And again, I'm a clinical pharmacist and board certified clinical nutritionist. And as always, we're here on a Saturday to answer your questions about your health and how to make responsible choices that can really change your life. And you're going to really enjoy today's topic. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the ketones and the ketone diet and lifestyle. And how this can really make a difference in people's chronic diseases and chronic conditions such as diabetes, fatty liver, high blood pressure, obesity, and could be people that have had traumatic brain injuries and uh, epileptic seizures. You know, this is not something that is a fad. This is something that's based on science. Our guests are going to be Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett is going to join us from Progressive Medical Center's out of Atlanta, Georgia. And as you well know, they have a very successful integrative oncology program for all stages of cancer using the most innovative therapy, insulin combined with chemotherapy, their low-dose chemotherapy program. So you might want to check that out if you want to. Uh, if you're looking for an alternative choices that is supervised by a licensed oncologist, look check out Progressive Medical Centers out of Atlanta, Georgia. Also, we're going to be joining up by another special guest, Dr. Anthony Capasso, will be joining us in a brief update on mitochondria and how that plays a role in a ketone diet lifestyle and ketones, how they influence mitochondria. It's also some formulas that he has come up to be able to excite and have mitochondria replicate. So stay tuned. He'll be here the second half of our show. Also, to check out our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com, for all of our products that we're talking about. There's some choices on things to help with lower blood pressure, excuse me, and also to lower blood sugar levels. Alpha GPC is also on our website for people that are increasing, want to light up their, their mind or their brain to be a little bit more excitatory. Also, alpha lipoic acid, oh, a very big favor for Dr. Capasio, is listed on our website as well. You might want to check those out. That's healthychoicesxm.com. And also our pharmacy website, austincompounding.com, if you're interested in anything about RG3 nasal spray. I know concussions and brain injuries have been in the news lately, and we have a prescription product that is very effective we feel for reducing some of that neuroinflammation. That's RG3 nasal spray. Check that out as well. So we're going to have a, you know, an interesting dialogue today. We think our 
we've always wanted people to take responsibility for their health. I think that's really important. So now you really have no choice. We've been on the air for over 15 years, and we've been able to give people choices for their health care. And it all starts with what you eat and what you do as on a daily basis can shape those decisions of how your health is long term. So let's go ahead and get started with our discussion with Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Shaw Burdett. But just if we can wait, just to hold on for just a second, I have one more little kernel of information I wanted to share with you as we're going through this. Uh, there's been a study that was just released from the British Medical Journal that revealed drugs called the PPI drugs, the proton pump inhibitors, PPI drugs. You probably see these as the name is Prevacid, Prilosec, Nexium, and these are all cons- supposedly considered safe. But according to this article, a new study that was carried out out of the Washington University School of Medicine, they have found that these you, these PPI drugs that are used to mask the symptoms of heartburn have found to increase the risk of death by 50%. That's right, I said 50%. That's Prevacid, Prilosec, Nexium, which are considered safe. They're indicated for heartburn drugs have been linked to increased risk of kidney damage, bone fractures, and dementia. And newly published studies, you know, they also would increase obesity. So, these are some of the things that we want people to realize of what our show is about. Is we want, we want safe drugs. We want safe choices. But these drugs, when they first came out, they were only meant to be used for two weeks. And unfortunately, long-term use of this can be a killer. We're talking over 50, risk of death by 50%. This is a new study carried out by the Washington University School of Medicine. So check that out as we go through today's show. All right, Sean, let's go ahead and start our interview with Dr. Gazagoli and Progressive Medical Centers talking about ketones. And there's an old saying that you are what you eat. Well, I don't really agree with that anymore because you are what you digest, absorb, and assimilate at the cellular level. So not every diet works for everybody. We're all individually designed by our maker. But our goal right now is to find out what works for you. And I can tell you right now that the standard American diet, which we call acronym SAD, it doesn't really do a really good job. And we hear all of these different organizations like the American Heart Association saying all fats are bad, that this is probably leading towards cardiovascular disease. And is that really the picture? Because if that advice was correct, we've been talking about low-fat eating back in the 70s, and we've been giving out statin drugs like it's candy. Yet, as I look at the CDC reports, Heart disease is the number two killer in the United States. Approximately 690,000 Americans are going to lose their life. So is it really the fat? Is it really the cholesterol being demonized? So we want to talk about that a little bit because the body is all based on biochemistry. So we're going to be educating you. But I'm really, really excited to introduce my guest, uh, Dr. David Jockers. Uh, He's one of the renowned leaders in natural medicine. He's got a, a doctorate in natural medicine, a doctorate of chiropractor, and also a master's in nutritionist. But also, he actually practices what he believes, and he's an expert in the topic we're talking about today. And we're going to talk about ketogenic lifestyle. I'm not going to use the word diet, Dr. Jockers, because, you know, so many different fads out there. 
So, first of all, welcome to the show. I really appreciate you coming on. And my first question to you is, how did you get involved in this whole study of ketogenic diet? That is a great question, Dr. Goli. And thanks again for having me here. It's really an honor, a privilege with the work that you're doing uh, to be on your show. And so when it comes to really being involved with the ketogenic lifestyle, you know, for myself growing up, I actually, I, I was raised by my mom who's a naturopath. And, um, you know, we ate out of our garden. We always lived a healthier lifestyle than everybody else around us. And in my early 20s, I was a personal trainer and I was fit. I was living a healthier lifestyle than anybody I knew. And all of a sudden, I started getting severe digestive issues. And uh, it turned out I had irritable bowel syndrome, ended up losing 30 pounds. So, Dr. Goley, I'm 165 pounds fit right now. I got down to 135 pounds, and I was literally almost like anorexically thin, yet I was trying to eat, trying to exercise. I had orthostatic hypotension where I go from sitting to standing, and I, I, could, I had to hold onto a wall. And so I realized, gosh, there's something going on here. And, uh, you know, fortunately I had a chiropractor that was at my gym. He said, let me come in and check you out. Um, took x-rays, found that I had stress on my upper cervical spine. We started getting adjusted. I, I read a book called the maker's diet, started following that. And, um, it was a lower carbohydrate template than what I was used to, meaning that I was eating less things that turned into sugar in my bloodstream. And I noticed that I felt a lot better when I did that, when I took out all the grains and the breads and um, high-sugar fruits and different things like that and the starches in general and started really loading up on fats. And back then, I mean, this is back in 2004, there wasn't much talk about coconut oil. Most people weren't using it. It was taboo then. Yeah, Okay, it's because exactly. it was considered a saturated fats. And as I mentioned earlier on previous shows with me and Dr. Burdett, all fats are not equal. And I think there's a lot of confusion there, Dr. Jockers. And yeah. what I like about your message is that you've really studied the science, you really studied the biochemistry, and then you communicate in such a simple capacity. And that's really what impresses about me to you about as a communicator. Because I think what's happening right in our society is that, you know, the media is reporting certain things about healthcare. So I'm saying to myself, oh my gosh, the American public is getting their healthcare from the media, which is like the worst place that you should be getting it. Because, you know, we had a recent article talking about from the uh, American Heart Association saying that uh, saturated fat's bad. They specifically targeted coconut oil, and they talked about an evidence-based study. And I'm, I'm just wondering, uh, the individuals that actually, you know, first of all, what kind of coconut oil was it? Uh, were they on a high-carbohydrate diet simultaneously? Because yeah. you and I understand the biochemistry on what happens with saturated fats, with triglycerides. And what they fail to realize, it's not the cholesterol, the elevated cholesterol. It's the oxidized That's cholesterol, right. the oxidized LDL. Yep. And what's interesting about coconut oil specifically, that we know that, yeah, it can raise your LDL, but at the same time, it raises your HDL. So it's a balance there. So let's just dive into this whole fat conversation because I love your personal story. Yeah. I know you're passionate uh, and, and you believe it. I'm, I'm the same way as well. And, you know, we've tried all types of different diets. And, you know, I just want to just let our listeners know, you know, there's no one diet for everybody. I think we're all individualized. But at the same time, there are some key principles. There's yeah. some key principles based on physiology and biochemistry. But I really want to get into this fat because fats have been demonized. So let's just talk about the fats in your professional opinion, what you studied. Why do we yeah. have to have fats into our yeah, diet? So basically our metabolism is going to either run off of sugar or off of fat. And sugar I call dirty fuel because <clears throat> when you take a molecule of glucose, what we call sugar, so glucose in the bloodstream, 
and we turn that into energy. <clears throat> Basically, it produces two ATP, which is cellular energy, and produces a whole rampant amount of waste products, things we call free radicals and trigger something called oxidative stress, which rusts our body from the inside out. So we need the ability to produce energy from glucose. We just don't want to rely on it. So the other energy source is going to be from fat, and basically, the body takes fat in the liver and converts it into something called ketones, which are water-soluble. And so they're able to cross into the cell membrane and be used for energy. And when we burn fat for fuel, what happens is we produce a rampant amount of cellular energy, roughly 36 of those ATP, so 18 times more than sugar, and we produce significantly less free radical and oxidative stress, less rusting in the body. So we get better gas mileage and less waste as an end result. So it just makes sense from an efficiency standpoint that we want to be burning fat as our primary energy source through these um, these products the body makes called ketones. And how do we do that? By lowering the amount of carbohydrate in our diet and raising up the amount of good healthy fats, things like coconut oil, things like grass-fed butter, avocados, olives, olive oil, nuts and seeds, uh, things like that, those are going to provide the kind of fats, the kind of healthy calories that our body needs where we can create these ketones, lower our blood sugar, produce less oxidative stress in the body, but still have tremendous amount of cellular energy so we feel great. Is eating fat healthy for you? Well, we have one of our experts right now on the ketogenic lifestyle. And Dr. Jockers and I were just discussing, having a conversation on why it's so important to eat certain amounts of fat, um, what your goals are, and what exactly is the ketogenic lifestyle. So we talked a little bit about the biochemistry. We talked about how the body makes cellular energy. Uh, we call it the Krebs cycle. In medical school, in biochemistry, we learned all about the Krebs cycle. And there's many, many pathways for the body to make energy. So when you replace the dirty food of glucose, and there's different forms of glucose, of course, and we want to understand there's are good forms of glucose when it's done properly in moderation. Uh, but as a society, we've just been addicted to carbohydrates. And it's almost like being on a yo-yo. You know, for a while there, you feel really energized, and then wham, you're just going to go back and forth. So we have to stop this insanity on yo-yo eating, uh, we have to go back to eating real foods. We have to educate our children and our population to take responsibility. And, you know, obviously I'm a big believer in freedom of choice. We live in a free country. We just recently uh, celebrated our 241st birthday, and thank God we had our founding fathers. But what's interesting is that even though I believe we have free will to eat whatever we want, we need to do a better education. I'm not suggesting by any stretch of the imagination we should demand having these changes. I think that we need to educate our population. We have a very educated population. But when it comes to food science, we've allowed these these massive manufacturers for convenience, and they've not done a really good job. This experiment has not worked. This eating devitalized food for convenience and having low fat just doesn't work. So that's our message today here at the Progressive Medical Hour Power so, Dr. Jockers, I want to get right into this ketogenic lifestyle. And you did a really good job on explaining these uh, exoketone bodies. And we know it's uh, acetoacetate and beta-hydroxybutyrate, and that turns into cellular energy. Um, and I know that in my studies in medical school, when we talked about creating energy, we had the Krebs cycle, and we also know that acetyl-CoA 
uh, played a role here to produce these ketone bodies. But a lot has to do with the liver. Yeah. So let's get right into the nitty-gritty. How does the body create ketone bodies? And let's just jump into some of the foods that we need to be eating to create that happening. Yeah, absolutely. So when we consume fats, okay, basically the body's going to start to use those for energy, or ideally it'll use those for energy. Number one, it's going to use glucose as its main energy source. But when blood sugar goes down, the body's got to look for an alternative fuel source, so it'll start to look to break down fat. And fat, each calorie of, or each gram of fat has nine calories. Each gram of glucose or even, or protein has four calories. So a lot more caloric dense so we can produce a lot more energy out of it and so basically the body also needs oxygen in order to break it down effectively so what happens is the body in the liver the liver will actually convert the fatty acid into this water soluble compound called a ketone and there's three major ones acetone acetoacetate and beta hydroxybutyrate and then those will circulate in our bloodstream and and they can cross right into cells because they're now water soluble and uh, they get right into the cell, and the cell will start to use them for energy. So basically, this is how the body converts from burning sugar as its primary fuel source to burning fat. And all of us are burning fat at some degree, but when we're continually consuming higher carbohydrate foods, then what's going to happen is we're going to primarily be burning glucose or sugar. When we eat a lower-carb diet, so a low-sugar, low-starch diet, then our body will start to convert over into burning these fats. And so in order to do that, we really need to make sure that we're consuming a lot of these healthy fats. Again, some of the best sources of good fat are going to be things like coconut oil, coconut milk, all those different coconut fat products, coconut butter is another one, coconut flakes. We're also looking at things like grass-fed butter. So butter is actually a superfood. It's amazing. And when the cows eat grass... It concentrates vitamin A, fat-soluble vitamin A, retinol, which is key for the brain and the eyes and the immune system. It's also rich in CLA, conjugated linoleic acid, which helps the metabolism. It's also a great, a powerful anti-carcinogen. helps our body um, to destroy abnormal cells, cancer cells. Um, on top of that, it's rich in vitamin E. It's rich in phosphatidylcholine, which is very important for brain function. It's also rich in vitamin D, vitamin K2, and we can go on and on. There's just so many nutrients. It's a superfood, Dr. Jockers. There's yeah, no doubt about it. It's exactly. definitely a superfood. And I think what's happened is that the traditional American Medical Association kind of looked at fats and said, oh, that must be causing all of these diseases because the truth of the matter is that some of these fats were bad, you know, that they were fried improperly. Uh, they were not used properly. And what's really exciting about fats right now, we've always known the benefits of avocado. We've always known. Yep. But now we realize when it's pressed properly that it can withstand heat yeah. up to almost 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Some even reports are saying higher. That's pretty astonishing because a lot of these uh, oils, especially vegetable oil and canola oil, yeah. which in our book is taboo, right. it becomes rancid. That's even right. Even olive oil. Yep. Which we know the benefits of olive oil. It's just fantastic. The problem is when you heat it, it becomes unstable, yeah. which causes more radical Oxygen damage. Stress. And and now there's such confusion on what to use for cooking. And, you know, a lot of our society was actually brought up and saying, oh, no, we should not be cooking with butter or lard. That is just taboo. And now we're realizing that the information that we've been teaching our society actually creates free radical yeah. damage. Yep. And this is very, very disturbing. So I'm really glad to see that the science is catching up to what we 
as natural integrative practitioners and natural doctors across uh, the world realize that good fats is necessary because the truth of the matter is 75 to even 80% of our brain function is fat. Yes, we are a bunch of fat heads, and we need that fat. That's right. And as you mentioned about the grass-fed butter, which I, I just love the grass-fed butter, it, in my opinion, you need to go the other step. Yeah, a lot of people say, oh, let me just have organic, and that's important, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. Yeah. But you have to go to the other step for the grass-fed. Why? Because as you mentioned, just that CLA alone, the conjugated linic yeah. acid, is so, so important for your metabolism. Yeah. And that we've seen report after report by having grass-fed proteins, whether it's going to be grass-fed beef, whether it's going to be grass-fed butter, that the fact of the matter is really is making an impact yes. on, on shifting our metabolism. Um, and that's what I'm excited about yeah. myself personally. And I know you've done a lot of work with that as well. Uh, what other foods are, are you considering superfoods mm-hmm when we look at the ketogenic food list. Yeah, so other good fats, I talked about coconut products, grass-fed butter. Other good ones we want to include are avocados or what you were talking about, avocado oil, which is uh, awesome for us. So tons and tons of uh, lutein and zeaxanthin, these really powerful carotenoid antioxidants in there, tons of good fiber in avocados, really good healthy fat that help that our body can turn into these ketone bodies for cellular energy. You got potassium, magnesium. So avocados are awesome. You have things like olives and olive oil, which are fantastic. Um, nuts and seeds can be great. Pumpkin seeds, flax seed, hemp seed, uh, pecans, almonds, different things like that. Now, I will tell you that you don't want to load up on nuts and seeds necessarily because they have more polyunsaturated fats, and we actually want a lower ratio of polyunsaturated fats to mono and, and overall saturated fats. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting here live from Austin, Texas. You were just listening to Dr. Gazagoli of Progressive Medical Centers talking about ketones and educating us on the good foods that actually are healthy fats. I think it's, a, it's important during these fat wars that we realize there's good fats and there's bad fats. And some of the, some of the, the items that he, they were talking about is nuts and seeds, olives, olive oil, coconut oil, butter, avocado, avocado oil. These are good fats. And even, you know, butter from grass-fed beef, excuse me, grass-fed cows is, is much better. So it's important to stay away from processed anything, including processed fats. That includes some vegetable oils. Call us at 877-956-9566. And you can text us anytime during this show or any of the times during our pre-record here at 512-219-0724. We have clinicians that during the week that can answer any of your health questions on any of these topics but we really want to specifically want people to understand that these being able to change your diet from a glucose and carbohydrate diet to more of a proteins and fats diet healthy fats healthy proteins can really change your life there's really no benefit to having sugar added to your diet in any way, shape, or form because these are inflammatory foods. So people that have been listening to Healthy Choices for the last 15 years will know that we've had this war on sugar. And people come in and say, you know what? When we started 
taking out the sugar out of our diet and we started realizing that all the, the gallon of milk that we were drinking a day, you know, these were inflammatory foods and we've been able to change, change some of these chronic lifestyle choices. Anyway, we're going to be back after the break. Dr. Gaz Agoli is going to talk a little bit more about ketones. And then we're also going to have a special guest. Dr. Anthony Capazio is going to talk about, again, how the mitochondria, how this functions is important when we talk about glucose and fat metabolism. That'll be in the second half of our hour. Also, you can make sure you can check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com. And our phone numbers are 877-956-9566. And text us anytime, even during the break, 512-219-0724. We'll be back after the break. Talk a little bit more about ketones.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back on this Saturday afternoon in Austin, Texas, where I'm Ray Solano. I'm health, you're listening to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting today talking about ketones and the ketone diet. You know, there's lots of, this is a buzz going on today, but if people get confused because this is, it's not this, it's not, we're not calling a diet, we're calling a lifestyle, and it really is some choices. So you're going to, you're going to want to enjoy this discussion because it's a medical discussion. Uh, and this, the reason why we're talking about this today is because we feel very strongly that blood sugar dysregulation is the, is the cause of many chronic diseases, including type 2 diabetes high blood pressure, atherosclerosis, and ultimately cancer. So in reducing these inflammatory markers by having a healthy diet of, pot, of removing glucose and grains and carbohydrates is the best step. Our phone number is 877-956-9566 if you want to call in. We'll have Dr. Anthony Capazio in a few minutes, but also text us at 512 219 0724 anytime during this this broadcast and also check out our website healthychoicesxm.com and tell your friends that we're streaming live from our website that you can listen to our show at any time or past broadcast also you can download the app 1380 the pulse is a downloadable app that you can listen to us anytime, and we're rebroadcast on Sunday as well in case you missed the first part of this show. Sean, let's go ahead and get started on our continuing our interview with Dr. Gazzagoli of Progressive Medical Centers. We're talking about uh, a particular lifestyle. I'm not going to call it a diet, even though a lot of people call it a diet, because it's more than just a diet. It's a lifestyle as well, and it's, it's mentally preparing yourself. And because... At Progressive Medical Hour of Power, we're so concerned about chronic disease. This has been our mission. This has been our mission here is to find out and to sift through all of the scientific literature, which there's a plethora of literature out there on for and against, and you're always going to get somebody that's against it. You're always going to get somebody that's for it. Listen, you can get a group of scientists in a room together. They'll disagree on everything, but that's okay. That sharpens us because, you know, ultimately we want to be sharpened. Iron sharpens iron. Sharpens iron. As one man strengthens another, that's a very great, good proverb that I like to, to educate uh, people on. But the reality is that why are we so passionate about this? Because the truth of the matter is that we're seeing chronic disease at all-time high. And we believe, we believe a lot of this has to do with glucose metabolism. A lot of that has to do with insulin and leptin. And they, these are both of these are very, very specific uh, functions of the body. And you need both of them. You know, leptin is a lot of research as well that, that we know that actually affects the body's ability to have satiety. Uh, and now we're seeing something called leptin resistance, that you're having higher amounts of leptin, and so the body doesn't feel full. So that, that message that the body is sending from a hormone that we call ghrelin, which actually tells us when to be hungry or not, and then the leptin is just we're just going to keep on eating because we're not satisfied. Uh, then you have this insulin, and this insulin actually will take glucose and put it into the cell. It's like having a key that unlocks that cell because we need energy. We need energy. Without energy, we're not going to function. We're not going to do certain things. And we're seeing more and more chronic diseases because of inflammation. I call it inflammability. So what came first? 
the chicken or the egg? Well, what came first, the inflammation or the glucose dysregulation? Well, we think it's kind of a combination. So if we can combat inflammation, inflammation is the gateway to chronic diseases. This is when the body begins to break down, and we believe that we can do that with nutrition. Certainly, supplementation is very important. No doubt about that. Uh, that's when you need to go to a skilled practitioner to find out which supplements you need. But you can accomplish a lot just by changing your diet. When you change your diet, you change your life. So, Dr. Jockers, we know some of the benefits of ketosis that we read about. We know that it's going to help with the propensity for weight loss. We also know that it's going to help the satiety center, so you're not going to be as hungry. We know it's going to help your brain function as well. Yeah. We know ultimately you're going to be less inflamed. But we also know there's like a three to five day period that's called the keto flu. What exactly is that? Yeah, so as people are transitioning from burning sugar as their primary fuel to burning fat or these ketones as their primary fuel, sometimes they can have some unwanted side effects where they may feel like they're more irritable, they've got headaches, they feel lackadaisical, fatigue, um, anxiety, sometimes heart racing, heart palpitations, number of these types of symptoms. And this is part of that conversion process. Now, not everybody experiences the keto flu, so it's definitely not all across the board. I know for myself, I didn't experience this. I felt good pretty pretty much right away. And there are strategies that we can take to hack ketosis to where we really um, mitigate experiencing the keto flu. For example, when blood sugar starts to go down, so we, we transition our diet, we're eating less carbohydrate, our blood sugar is naturally going to go down. Our body's going to use up this stored blood sugar called glycogen. And then an adrenal hormone called cortisol is going to come out because it's saying, okay, wow, blood sugar's low. We need to get blood sugar up. So that's one of the big things that happens. And if our body's underproducing or if we have bad feedback and communication between the brain and the adrenals to signal enough cortisol, then we can have issues. We can have issues getting the blood sugar up. We can also have issues with producing the ketones because, again, it takes time for our body to adapt into producing these ketones. So a couple big things that really help with this, uh, this adaptation period one is good hydration and a lot of minerals. See, when blood sugar goes down, that hormone insulin goes down, and insulin's really key for keeping minerals like sodium, helping, helping our body retain sodium. And so when insulin goes down, we excrete more trace minerals, particularly sodium, and therefore we're more likely to have electrolyte imbalance, electrolyte deficiency, and that's going to put stress on the adrenals. Same thing with hydration. So a lot of water, a lot of salts are important. I always tell my clients to do a bone broth or, or a, um, a chicken broth, a vegetable broth, something along those lines, a good salty broth and drink lots and lots of water. That's extremely key during this process. So that's huge. Also, in the beginning process, I'll have a lot of my clients consume food every three to four hours just to help with blood sugar regulation where they're consuming four to five meals as they start to adapt then i'll start cutting them back and we may even implement more intermittent fasting okay which is an extended period of time without food which is really how our ancestors created ketones so our ancestors weren't trying to get into ketosis they would just have periods of time where food was abundant and they would eat a lot, and they would have periods of time where 
food wasn't around, sometimes for days at a time, and their body was able to transition from burning sugar into burning ketones during that period of time. That's really why you know we were able to survive famines is because of the ability of our body to utilize these ketones. The body is just an amazing machine at the cellular level. And we use this word called homeostasis, where everything's in balance internally, regardless of external factors. And that's just a great example. So the body has the ability to create this cellular energy. And a lot of people don't realize that when you have too much protein, too much protein, so we're going to talk yep. about the ratios in a moment, that that protein can turn into glucose. And I am not saying protein is glucose. I'm not. The body can turn it into when it yeah. needs to, when it needs to. So it's very, very important because the ketogenic lifestyle uh, is not the, At I use the word Atkins, of course, but um, we know about the low carbohydrate. And I'm not against it, of course. So a lot of people understand mm -hmm. that. Uh, I think it's very, very important. I'm not against paleo eating as well. It's a little different, but it depends what your goals are. Uh, we have seen with the ketogenic lifestyle that you will have less inflammation in your body. You lower your risk of cancer, which is really interesting. According to Dr. Dominic D'Agostino, he's a Ph.D., assistant professor at the University of, of South Florida, recently made headway on how the ketogenic diet can help impact this dreaded disease. Dr. D'Agostino explains that all your cells, including cancer cells, we call them neoplasia, use glucose as fuel. This is something that we have known for a while, Dr. Jockers. Yeah. Uh, a lot of conventional physicians kind of deny it, yet when they look at some of these scans, they're injecting a specific dye that's glucose, yeah. so the body lights up with cancer. So there's no doubt, well, there's no doubt, uh, we know the benefits of lowering inflammation, uh, helps lower the risk of cancers, reducing appetite, helps the clarity in the brain functions, lowers its insulin level. Uh, diabetes is becoming a huge problem in our country. We call it diabetes. We know there's a connection between obesity and diabetes. And, you know, when you have close to 30 million Americans, 30 million Americans that are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, and then you have uh, a report, a scientific report by the CDC that there's 78 million Americans with pre-diabetes, is before you get diabetes, there's no doubt that a low-carbohydrate lifestyle or a ketogenic lifestyle is going to benefit you. Here's the problem. It can be a very difficult lifestyle. Uh, you, you definitely have to change your diet. Not saying you can't do that, but we also know that it's important to have other strategies as such as putting shakes in a diet. And Dr. Jockers, with all of his experience in, in nutritional science and all of his uh, wisdom, is creating a product called the Keto Edge that actually has its protein. It's actually a powder that actually... Um, has a combination of something called beta-hydroxybutyrate, which we talked about is a, a ketone body, but not all ketone bodies are created equal because what, what the research that he and I have both done is that when you go on this ketogenic diet, we know that your minerals may be affected. We know that you need also branched-chain amino acids, and we also need that when the body's under stress, that even if it's going to be a nutritional stress or a physiological stress or a toxin stress, that the adrenal glands are affected. So he was um, wise enough to add certain nutrients, adaptogenic nutrients, to address that. So, Dr. Jockers, why don't you just explain to our listeners, uh, first of all, what, what gave you this idea to develop this, uh, this powder to help individuals get into ketosis? 
You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting live from Austin, Texas, and we're talking about ketones and ketone diet lifestyle, ketone lifestyle, and how it can really reduce your dependence on glucose and change your metabolism from from actually breaking down fats and also proteins as fuel as opposed to glucose. And you heard Dr. Gazagoli talk about powders that are, are available that, you know, we've, we've mentioned before on our show that make it a lot easier to be able to stay on these diets so that you can make better choices and be able to keep on with your lives. And as a, as a special guest, we wanted to continue this conversation with uh, Dr. Anthony Capasso is going to be joining us here to answer any of your questions about this, this topic or uh, other health topics is Dr. Anthony Capasio is, is an expert in losing weight and being able to battle obesity, but also being able to, important to change the, the powerhouses in our body, our mitochondria, to turn them on. Dr. Anthony Capasio, welcome to Healthy Choices XM. Hey, Ray. Thank you so much for having me again. Well, great. And just to let our listeners know, you can text us any of your questions at 512-219-0724, or you can also call us at 877-956-9566. So, Dr. Capazio, uh, as we were talking, you know, I introduced you today as, as, as our resident expert in mitochondria function. And so, you know, with a little bit, you know, not, this is not going to be a biochemistry class, but maybe you can tell our our listeners why it's important to feed your your mitochondria if you're going to be able to switch to fuels, especially like uh, Dr. Gazagoli was talking about switching from glucose to burning fats and, and proteins. Sure, absolutely. So, um, you know, the the mitochondria in our bodies do so many important things from giving us energy to regulating our hormones, uh, calcium. And what we know is is that the more mitochondria you have, the better functioning that they are, um, you know, the better you run, the more kind of anti-aging that your body um, uh, has, you know, kind of build up in reserve. And, you know, the talk today about, um, you know, ketogenic diets, you know, the high-fat, um, you know, low-carbohydrate diets, that's one of the ways that you can switch and turn on that mitochondrial biogenesis or the production of mitochondria. And we, as I mentioned before, we know the, the higher number of mitochondria, um, the higher functioning, the, the better your body burns fats, the better it burns carbohydrates, the better it runs, the more energy your brain has to think. So having optimal mitochondria, and I, I, I call the cellular health, you know, making sure that your cellular health is optimal is so important because we know that poor mitochondrial function can lead to dementia, to diabetes, to arthritis, all these age-related diseases. We also know that all the medications that are, are given out, um, a lot of them cause problems, the statins the beta blockers, which are blood pressure medications, the tricyclic uh, antidepressant medicines, there's a whole slew of them that can injure our mitochondria, cause us not to function and to be optimal. And so, you know, when my patients come in to see me and they've got these age-related disease, they have issues with their metabolism, their um, how they're handling um, glucose, um, you know, they're early diabetics, they've got memory issues, 
um, first and foremost is, as we talk about, is, you know, their diet and, and understanding that, you know, overeating, especially carbohydrates, is one of the biggest things that can injure your mitochondria and, and, and cause, um, you know, you to start to age much, much quicker. And, so, and that's probably, I think, mostly some people, 70% of their calories consumed are carbohydrates. Yeah, and that's devastating. If you're saying that's damaging mitochondria, so this is the reason why people's metabolism is is out of balance, right? Yeah, and and what happens is is as the mitochondria burn the carbohydrates, so they take the carbohydrates in and they and they produce energy. The byproducts that the mitochondria produce injure the body, and they also hmm. injure the mitochondria. Um, whereas fats, especially um, you know the 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 median chain triglycerides, which are much easier absorbed, don't have the same injury pattern. So um, that's why I think there's a lot of benefits to, you know, having a lower carbohydrate and, and you know, higher, healthier fats in your diet, um, you know, from the standpoint of, of reducing a lot of these, um, you know, age-related diseases that we see every day. And, and you really need certain nutrients. More your mitochondria needs more nutrients to be able to the these different type of fuels. It's a little bit, it's, it's a different nutritional needs, right? So maybe it requires a supplementation. Absolutely. So this, these are the four things that I tell my patients. All my patients that come in, I you know we go through why mitochondria is important, but but these are the four things that I tell them to do. Number one. Um, if you really want to, to, you know, invigorate and energize your mitochondria, you have to do some form of exercise. Just get active. We know that both resistance and aerobic exercise are, are a big stimulus. The second thing that I tell them is a little bit of caloric restriction. Um, anywhere from 10 to 20% caloric restriction will trigger that mitochondrial biogenesis or the, the your body's production of new mitochondria. Um, number three keeping your carbohydrates low, you know, reduce the whites, reduce the breads, reduce the starches, um, because we know that can drive down and injure the mitochondria. And then a particular nutrient blend that I formulated for myself 18 years ago when I was having problems with energy and endurance playing sports, um, and the, the nutrients that I blend together I call Mitoblast 2, and they contain nutrients um, uh, like alpha lipoic acid, green tea, acetyl L-carnitine, um, arginine, resveratrol, so really strong antioxidants. And they've all been clinically studied, and the, this particular blend is just incredible for improving that endurance, improving that metabolism, helping you burn the fat. And it really personally changed my life and how I look at medicine today because, it, you know, I don't get sick anymore. I used to get two to three upper respiratory infections, sinus infections a year. I haven't been sick in over 18 years. It's, it's, it's been awesome. So um, I, this was kind of a, a, an eye-opener for me personally, and I know in a lot of my patients have seen the same results, um, you know, as that. And this is, these are professional supplements manufactured in the same types of uh, facilities that other drugs are, uh, pharmaceutical drugs. And I think that makes a difference that there are, it's, it's, it's a different type of quality standards. And also the potencies, these are not requiring a prescription, but they require supervision with a practitioner. And that's why, you know, we, we carry it in our pharmacy, Mitoblast 2, and it's also available 
on your website. And maybe for our listeners, you can give out your website. And, and you know, we've got a few minutes left of our show today. We'll make sure you get, if you have any questions to give us a call here at Healthy Choices XM at 877-956-9566. Or you can text us at 512-219-0724. Well, doctor, maybe you can give out your, your website because I know yeah, that sure. we... Unfortunately, we we got we were out of mitoblast for for a few weeks, and we've got it back in, and it's restocked. And maybe you know we have we got a waiting list for people <laughs> that are looking for it. And so, if you can give us an update on that address, that would be great. Absolutely, yeah. My, my cell my my cellular health is much happier since uh, my shipment came in. Um, the <laughs> website the the website is called mitoblast.com. M-I-T-O-B-L-A-S-T dot com, mitoblast dot com. And um, you can also call my office. It's area code 904-694-0992. If you want to get more information, you can talk to one of our nutritionists. Um, And if you mention to them that you heard this on XM Radio, we'll give you 50% off your second bottle. Well, that's very nice of you. And, you know, people don't realize that the items go on back order. because of the quality standards that have to meet a certain level or else it can't be dispensed. And, and there's a lot of, there's a shortage of high quality ingredients in the marketplace. So uh, I think that's the reason as an explanation, there's a great suggestion to be able to offer that 50% off if they mention XM. And if you call our text us at our pharmacy, 512-219-0724, we'll do the same thing as why supplies last and uh, Sean, it looks like we do. We have a caller that's on hold here. I know we just got a few minutes left, so we can squeeze in a, a caller to Doctor uh, Anthony Capazio. Uh, Sean, do we have one? Okay, well maybe we'll get one here in just a second. But we, okay. Uh, welcome to Healthy Choices XM. How can I help you today? Yes, my husband has type one diabetes, and I'm wondering about the ketogenic diet if being in ketosis would damage his kidneys in any way? Good question. Doctor? So um, with type 1 diabetics, you know, one of the things that we we get really, really scared about um, is something called DKA, which is diabetic ketoacidosis. And that occurs if the type 1 diabetic doesn't get insulin in their body, and that's typically what we see with type 1s, and the acidity in their body gets really, really high, and it can cause a lot of damage and even uh, require, um, you know, ICU and, and um, some serious, serious medical issues. So type 1 diabetics, I, I would be very, very cautious about going ketogenic with. Um, but I think lowering carbohydrates in a type 1 is absolutely safe, and I do that all the time in my clinics. Um, you know, a little bit of mild ketosis is fine. Um, but when you get into, you know, kind of full ketosis with the acid, um, our bodies really sometimes don't function very well, especially type 1 diabetics who um, can get into a lot of trouble if, if, if they're stressing their body with too much acidity from, from the ketosis. But, doc- but doctor, uh, diabetics, is like, it's, like, it's like running an engine on 5,000 RPMs. I think they can use the mitoblast too, I believe, don't you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the the mitoblasts just help help with okay. um, the you know the body's ability to burn. 
Um, but I, like I said, in, in type one, going full, you know, doing a full ketogenic diet, I would be very cautious. And if you're going to do that, you just need to make sure that you're doing it with, um, you know, in the care of a physician that can monitor, you know, the acidosis that can occur. And and and, and the other thing that happens right. is when you reduce carbohydrates, you won't need as much insulin, um, which is a great thing. Um, That's right. Um, but in, in type ones, you will need insulin, but you, a lot of times you can reduce the amount that you're taking. Um, well, great. So we were, get, unfortunately, we were, we're quickly out of time. Kathy, I hope that answers your question. It's great to have you back on the show, Dr. Capasi. I'm glad we got the mitoblast back in. Would, and we'll get back next week where we're going to talk a little bit more about integrative medicine on Healthy Choices XM. And that phone number for the mitoblast is 904 694 0992mitoblast.com. Dr. Capazio, thanks for, we'll see you next time on Healthy Choices XM.